the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey guys, welcome to the Mess It Up Podcast one more time. I am your host, the Bowtie Guy, and we are coming to you from the Mess It Up Podcast studios here in the beautiful Messed Up Ministries building in beautiful Ridgecrest, California, and we are kicking with show 253 today. It's the end of January. Uh, you should be getting your all of your tax statements should either be here or be there uh, shortly because everybody who uh, sends those out has to have them out by today. It's deadline day for that. And as we speak, um, I haven't sent mine out yet for Messed Up Ministries. So those will be coming in email and mail form if you are one of our donors very, very soon because uh, I don't want to run afoul of the law anymore. It was uh, bad for me the first time, and so I'm deciding not to do it uh, anymore. Uh, you can hear, we're at the studio, so you might have heard uh, Jimmy the truck driver go by here. Uh, we'll be getting some of those sounds. We're working, we, we got microphones going, we're working with the board. It's, I mean, we're close to set up with the studio. I'm, I'm super excited that I've got both microphones working. They're hanging over. I feel profesh. Kev, do I seem profesh? I mean, you are wearing a bow tie. It's pretty nice. <laughs> so you can hear we got uh, Kevin Big Squatch joining us again for the show today, and hopefully lots of fun and shenanigans um, coming your way with this show. Let me start off with our word of the week. And our word of the week is threnody. And uh, threnody is um, a sadness, a lament, uh, something that you are feeling bad about. It's like a, a, a song or a poem that is woeful and sorrowful. So um, you might write a threnody about the you know, plight of modern man or whatever. But anyhow, hopefully your life is not a threnody and hopefully this show is not a threnody. But if you can use the word threnody in your sentences this week, give yourself 10 bonus points. I hope you're keeping track of those bonus points. Because, you know, we tried to give away coffee for people's bonus point collections and nobody collected on that. So uh, y'all need to be keeping track of it. Maybe maybe put it on a whiteboard. Maybe uh, just get a magic marker and write on your bedroom wall, you know, your, your tally is up. Uh, somewhere you want to make sure that you know how many bonus points you have. Because, people, this is serious stuff with bonus points. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't stress it enough. I, I don't want to write a threnody about the people who don't get free coffee from Messed Up Ministry because they don't have their bonus points tally. So tally them up, 10 points per time that you use that word this week, and uh, also impress your friends with your fancy, fancy <laughs> language. Another way to impress people is to let them know that you are a rebuilder with Messed Up Ministries and that you're supporting this show. You make it happen. It's kind of like PBS, brought to you by listeners just like you. Uh, this show is brought to you by listeners just like you who support the show by texting the word MUM to 760 Walls CA, and that is uh, that is our text to give option for Messed Up Ministries. And what it does is it lets you put in your amount, and you can um, give to the ministry once a month uh, for us. If you don't like spelling out words, the number is nine two five five seven two two. But it uh, it allows us to keep track of what you've given, so that way we can send you a giving statement next January. And also uh, just helps us to to um, run the ministry. We are 100% listener supported. So thank you 
for doing that uh, for us. We really appreciate our givers and anybody who wants to give. Once again, text the word MUM to 760-WALLS-CA-925-5722, and that will get you on our text to give. Real super simple, takes a minute or so. Uh, if you are one of our old Patreon givers and you haven't switched over to text to give, we'd love to encourage you to do that because uh, we get more of your donation. Uh, they give us the whole donation, whereas the uh, Patreon people keep um, anywhere from 8 to 10% of it based on taxes and whatnot. So uh, would love to have you switch over to the text to give. So thank you for that. If you feel like you want to get a hold of me, uh, there's a couple ways to do it. There's a email, which is electronic mail for those of you who haven't kept track over the last couple of centuries. Uh, but the email address is bowtieguy at messed up minutes. The reverse here. Some people would say that's a vowel movement. That was a vowel movement, yes. Uh, it's bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. You can also text me or call me at 760-WALLS-CA. So that's enough of that malarkey and baloney. Let's dive into the show, shall we? Absolutely. Amen. People are like, yeah, Paul, you should have done that a little while ago. Um, what I wanted to talk about today is a concept that I heard uh, from a person, and they said, if you don't know the message, you can't be the messenger. And what they were talking about with that was the idea that we need to know what it is that we're telling people when we talk about our faith or when we talk about recovery or when we talk about whatever. Uh, the, the messenger who would bring the messenger for the king to another king or whatever, they knew what the message was. Um, and, and they knew what they had to do with the message. And if we're not able to do that, if we don't have any clue what's going on, we're going to be delivering the wrong thing to the wrong people and giving people the wrong information is not, uh, it's not the best option um, in life. Now, it happens a lot. There's misinformation out there all the time. If you don't believe me, Listen to podcasts, watch the news, <laughs> read Facebook or Twitter. Um, you will get just a, a wide variety of, of stuff. Uh, I was doing a job at a house one time and this lady was scrolling through her Facebook and she just made the comment to the room. You know, it's amazing how much stuff you can learn just by being on Facebook. And I was like, oh, Lord, help us. <laughs> just because someone wrote it don't mean it's true. Um, so, Kevin, on hearing that, what, how does that strike you with messages and, and messengers? Um, what do you think about that idea in general? Well, I think it's true. Uh, like, initially my head went to the, the telephone game that you did as children. Mm. Mm -hmm. Have someone start off with a phrase and then they whisper it to the next one and, and, you know, 20 people down the line, you double check and what is the, uh, message that that last person received and and sometimes it's comical <laughs> to hear how it changed but sitting as an adult it's depressing to see how that message has changed and contorted yes it and, gets twisted in a hurry doesn't it yeah um i've been really deep diving at church doing a, a series on what is a church and I like to go to YouTube because I like different perspectives. And there was times where I would just get mad and shut off the TV and leave because I'm like, this is so outlined. How did you even get this? Mm -hmm. How did you get here? And, uh, but I take it like very 
seriously when you're teaching that you got to be held to that higher standard because you need to know what you're teaching. Yeah, and um, the the first part of this is you know if you don't know the message. So how do we get to know things? Just I mean, generally speaking, how, what do you do to get to know something? I. Well, I'm ADHD. I deep dive and get lost in it and over obsess about it <laughs> until I figure it out. Yeah, we, we've got to spend some time studying it, looking at it. Uh, I like what you said, you know, going in and looking from different angles and getting different perspectives. I think it's really an important, um, I don't want to say skill, but it's a good practice, I think. I support the idea of when I want to know about something that I should look at it from a variety of angles because yeah. the different angle will reveal different things um, just depending on how you look at it. There's you know, famous drawings where there's one and it's a, an old lady or a young lady in the same drawing just depending on how it strikes you. Uh, I remember the internet meme war a couple of years ago over blue dress, gold dress. Okay, and it's our perspective on it can change. And if we, if we only get the one perspective, we'll only have the one perspective. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, in the history of this country, it was people that had different ideas about something that would come together, have a discussion about it, to come up with an actually better idea that resolved both people's issues. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a long history of different perspectives coming together to create an even better solution than either could find out on their own. Yeah, yeah. If um, I was watching a show the other night with my wife, and it was uh, 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 not really a mystery, but it was it was a, a based around a court case, and these people were in court, and you know the the general prince or question is: Is this guy going to be guilty or innocent? How are they going to find him? And they they showed everything, and so it was a six episode uh, limited series and as they went through you know we we finished season or episode three and they were in court and the prosecution had presented its case and <coughs> Bev said well what do you think that he's going to be guilty or not and I said well here's the thing they've shown the prosecution so right now he's got to be guilty but look there's three more episodes so that means the defense is going to come in and they're going to show us some different angles on why this might not be the truth or the whole truth or or the facts might change. There might be some extra information. Um, and so we want to make sure we get that information in order to make wise decisions. And so if I'm going to be a messenger, it behooves me to gather up all the message. Yeah. You know, if, if the king is writing to another king, um, I will be coming to bring 2,000 troops to fight this battle. And that's the message I give to the king. He's like, okay, cool. I've got 2,000 troops coming. And if the rest of the message that I don't bring says against you, well, <laughs> that's, that's a whole different message that's being yeah. delivered. We, we've got to get that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> in the book of Psalms, it, it, it does that. Uh, I can prove to you that the Bible says there is no God. But that's taken out of context because mm -hmm. the rest of the verse says only a fool saith in his heart there is no God. Right. You know, so it's that whole message. Yeah, and I know um, I, I 
one of the ways that this really got illustrated to me about getting the entire message was one time one of my kids was uh, late coming home. They, they broke curfew and I was like, man, I was mad. I was hopping mad and then found out that there had been car trouble and whatnot. I was like, oh, geez, that, I was all mad at you because you were defying me with the curfew and it was circumstances beyond your control. So getting all that information is is really super important, getting those perspectives as well. I've been in those situations and then gotten even more mad at than I was originally just because my frustration in myself because I didn't know all of it and then I'd be hard on myself for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I um, <coughs> have, you know, one of the biggest blunders I made was I saw my sister's car on a tow truck and it had been in an accident, minor, but it was on a tow truck and so I called her up and was being a smart aleck and like, hey, what were you driving with your sunglasses on or making a joke? And it turns out she'd had cardiac arrest while driving and was literally heart stopped on the pavement and had to be brought back with CPR twice. And the voicemail I left her was that. And I, you know, she came back after her coma and that was the voice message from her loving brother was some smart aleck comment. And so I realized, you know, we gotta make sure we know everything before we go and and stick our foot into it because uh, it could yeah. be easy to put your foot in it. A, a permanently shaped mouth in the shape of a foot. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so um, we're going to talk more about this. What I want to do right now is, is take a pause. I want to give us a little bit of a, a break so that I can clear my throat because I keep coughing. And um, we're going to give you 90 seconds of a song. This is a song by the band I Am They. The song is called Faithful God. So we're going to give you 90 seconds of that. Be back on the other side to talk more about being messengers with the right message. And um, here's I Am They with Faithful God. All right, Kevin. So uh, I am they, faithful God. Tell us what you think about that one. Well, I fully admit, I, I don't think I'd heard this one until today. Um, but through a lot of the stuff I'm going through, that, that second verse, the darkest of weather, though I can't see, I still believe you're good. 
So I'm moving forward through crashing waves. I know I'm safe in you. You hold my life. You hear my cry with every breath in sight. The, the past few weeks, month has been insane with family issues. Um, I've had a couple of family members that have gotten sick and have health concerns. And it's overwhelming to me mm-hmm. because... One of those is my grandfather. He's a pastor. He's trying to help with, I'm helping take care of him now. I'm also helping fill in for him to keep church going. There's a lot going on. And and I do feel like I'm in this crazy storm that I'm really struggling to get find a way out of. And I've had a couple of people tell me that I need to prioritize and I need to triage and I need to be careful about what I'm trying to do. And this verse just really struck me as what I need in my life right now. It's the, you know, and then it comes back to the, the one line in the chorus, I know my story and it isn't over. Hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I latched on real early on this one uh, in the first verse. I stake my claim. And I'm thinking about, you know, uh, a, a miner out there doing his thing and like staking his claim. Like, this is mine. And when, when you stake your claim, you go out and you put stakes around the edge and you would, you know, stake it off and this is yours. Nobody can be here. This is mine. And I'm declaring it as mine, not yours. And so for me to stake my claim on the words of Christ, that means I'm saying this is it. This is what I believe in. This is what I stand for. This is what represents me. And hopefully I represent as well. And this is what I want. I've looked at everything. And this is what I choose to have. And and that's what I want to do is to be able to stake my claim on something worthwhile and find it to be paydirt. You know, and I, I have found in my experience Christ, the Bible, the Word of God, definitely the mother load. Yeah, it's the ultimate paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, very little refinement need on the Word, a lot of refinement needed on the, uh, the minor, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it seems to work out pretty darn well for me. I so, like that. Yeah. All right, so um, before the, the break, we were talking about uh, the idea that if you don't know the message, you can't be the messenger. So being a messenger, delivering the message, um, you know, I think of, you know, the dude running and he's got the scroll and he comes in and, <laughs> and getting it. And, and then we hear the phrase, you know, don't kill the messenger. And, and the idea is you, you might be bringing some very distasteful, very upsetting, very hurtful, very harmful, very bad news to someone. But all I am is the messenger. Don't shoot me. I'm just bringing you this message. Yeah. Um, half, the time we, the, half the time they didn't even know what the message was. Right, right, right. They knew that it was the message. Um, and I know what I'm bringing. This is the message of God. But delivering it can be uh, interesting at times, depending mm-hmm. on, on how the person is set up, what they're... They're ready to hear. Um. Well, and I think on that, a lot of Christians 
are trying to share a message, but the message they're sharing is wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's actually more damaging. Right, right. Yes, that's, yes. Um, a lot of times, you know, Christians like to get into this hellfire and brimstone. And I mean, I was raised Baptist and I, some of my favorite messages I heard from preachers were the old school hellfire and brimstone come to Jesus messages. Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older and I've, I've turned into this, or I'm in this transition from being a pew warmer to trying to be a leader in a church, what I've learned is that none of that ultimately matters. Because if you don't start with the love and you don't learn the message of love and then turn, show that message of love, the, the rest of it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We're called to love. And in this series of trying to find out what a church is and what's the role and job of a church and stuff like that, everywhere I turn, there's a verse in there that talks about love. It doesn't matter any of it unless you're doing it with love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Great Commission does not say go and beat people over the head with the message and tell them how wrong they are. Mm -hmm. It says go and spread the word make disciples of all men. Yeah. You know. And then teach them to follow the commandments that I have given you. And one of the biggest commandments Jesus gave was to love each other the way that I have loved you. Yeah. The, the, the commandments that Jesus gave, he boiled it down to two. Love God, love other people. He didn't, he didn't get into the nitty gritty about, mm-hmm. you know, uh, make sure that you're you know, hair is this long or make sure that your head is covered in church or make sure that your eyes don't cross more than this many millimeters apart. None of that nonsense. He said, love God and then love people. Full stop. Yeah. And and in that, as a Christian, our message, especially in our society today, because they're, I mean, what is your first instinct when you hear a politician? <laughs> they're lying. Yeah. <laughs> So, and the reason we say that is because our actions support that. Our words matter next to nothing. It's our actions. Mm-hmm. Our walk matters more than anything we can say. I grew up with someone in my family that was very involved in the church. He wound up being pretty big in some of the stores in town. He was a store manager of one of the old stores in town. He's now another boss. And I had a lot of friends growing up that worked for him. He never talked about his beliefs, but every single one of them knew exactly where he stood Mm -hmm. because his walk, his actions showed it. So he didn't have to say it. Yeah, yeah, like the the, the famous, uh, I think it's Thomas of Aquinas, you know, preach the word of God and if necessary, use words. Um, it's, <laughs> I like that. It's, I hadn't heard that. You know, people, we need to hear and see the right things. And if we're not hearing and seeing the right things, then um, people aren't going to, they're not going to buy it. They're going to say, you know what, you're, you're off base. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I have in the past several years, I've just turned off all the news because I don't feel like any side is giving me everything that I need to hear in the right way. I feel like it's all being skewed and 
tilted to sell some commercial time to whomever well, and keep them in business. And you can't even take the different sides and put it together to find the story because they don't even agree. <laughs> yeah. It, it's really r- ridiculous. Um, I, I did the same. I, I don't watch news. If I want to learn about something, I go and learn about something. But the the fact of the matter is, is if we're going to be a messenger, we have to learn what it is and how we're going to go there and how we're going to do it. And for a Christian, it's actually kind of easy. We only have one book. We only have one rule book. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of study helps. There's a lot of other things. But if they contradict what our main rule book says, then they're not helping us spread the message appropriately. Right. And just to clarify things, that that would be the Bible. Yes. Um, A lot of people say basic instructions before leaving earth. Uh, I want to correct myself uh, so that I'm not one of those lie spewers. Uh, It was Francis of Assisi, and uh, it um, says, preach the gospel at all times, and if necessary, use words. But uh, the idea there is, I think it's critical that we, people need to see it. You know, we, we need to be found guilty of, of our Christianity. And, and I had a guy in the, I love prison ministry because I hear things and we have such a wide variety of partakers in ministry uh, when we go in. And so I had a person uh, in one of my classes this last week, limited English, very limited biblical teaching. And I was just, it was a getting to know you kind of session. And I said, well, how long have you been a Christian? He said, I don't think of myself as a Christian. I'm not trying to be a Christian. I'm trying to be a Christ follower. And he said, I want to do the things that Jesus did. I don't want to just be a guy who goes to church and that's what I do on Sunday or Monday or whatever it is. And I wow, from just a, a, a very simple knowledge of his faith, that's what he had was, I want to follow Christ. I don't want to be a Christian. I want to be a Christ follower. <laughs> I'm just sitting here grinning because I, I love that. Uh, Christian was originally used as a derogatory term. It was not used in a positive light, the way that we all call ourselves Christians and we're proud of it. No, it, when it was first used, it was derogatory. It was calling you out because you were against the flow. Mm-hmm. And anymore the one thing that gives Christians a bad name is Christians. Yes. And so I love that concept. I hope you share that with him. Yeah. I love that concept because I don't want to be a Christian because unfortunately in our world, Christians aren't necessarily a good thing. Yeah. I do, however, want to follow Christ's example. And that means I want to show the love that he showed me mm-hmm. And I know I don't deserve it, but those around me do, just as much as I did from Christ. Yeah. And if I want to bring them to Christ, they need to see that love. Right, and that's the whole point of being the messenger, is bringing that message, the the message of Christ, to people. So um, I I think, you know, my my parting shot would be that, you know, or just to sum up, you know, we've got to, We've got to know the message that we're doing. So we've got to spend some time in the Bible. We've got mm-hmm. to read it. Uh, you and I do uh, a daily reading with uh, another guy, and we just we read and we 
give our thoughts on whatever it is that we happen to be reading, whatever strikes us. And, and sometimes a person might have a lot of thoughts and sometimes it's just a very short amount of thoughts, but just getting that idea of what other people are seeing in it, getting different perspectives. And it gets us into the word every day. I mean, you and I were, were doing our step study and we were talking about our reading and, and we both decided we need to be a little bit more intentional with yeah. reading it. And, and it's been good. We've been doing it for a couple months now and I've, you know, and we got work. someone else joined in yeah, and hopefully we'll get day. more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if, if you want to join our, our text word stuff, um, send me a text at 760-608-1942 and we can jump you in on our, our daily reading um, group as well. Uh, but I think it's, um, I think it's important to, to read that message and understand that message and know that message. And to read it with the intention of learning, not with the intention of reinforcing my preconceived notions and biases. Well, and, and even for me, is uh, I've done the read the Bible in a year thing a couple of times. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you? Uh, the first time it took me eight months. <laughs> And then the second time, it took me 14. <laughs> so I, I guess you could that out, you know. <laughs> but the, the thing was is I had got myself in this trap of trying to follow that schedule of reading. Mm-hmm. And then I was reading just to get through it. Yes. I wasn't reading mm-hmm. to learn it. Yeah. I just wanted to get through it. Now, God is amazing, and he, he's not going to let that go unfruitful. If right. you're reading it, he's going to find a way to make you use it. But when you spend the time and really deep dive and learn the material, there is so much more for us to get out of it. Yeah, to savor it. Even going through Proverbs for the second month, and I don't know how many times I've gone through Proverbs before, I'm still getting new things appearing to me. Now, Mm -hmm. some chapters of Proverbs, it's like, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, I know, I talk too much, leave me alone. (laughs) But... It's there's still always something more, or maybe last time I read this, it didn't make as much sense, but it makes sense now. Yeah, something that's going on might trigger a different verse that's important to me now compared to next month. It might be a different verse, and you know, like you said, with with attacking it, um, it, it it's good to read the Bible regardless. But and I had a friend uh, who read the Bible in 19 days. I'm like, okay, great. Did you sleep? But how much did you did you get from that? And you know, I have with uh, Roaming Dog Kitchen, we have a lady who makes our pretzel buns. We have a, a you know exclusive recipe. We're the only people on the planet that have these particular pretzel hot dog buns. Well, she moved, and so we don't have any. We 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 used the last one last Friday. And oh, I no. got, you know, Kimberly gave me one, and I, I have it there. And she's like, well, aren't you going to eat your hot dog bun today? I was like, I'm going to save it for something special. And so I took it home, and I was going to make a sandwich. I was like, okay, I want to be able to savor this this pretzel because I know that this is the last one of these that I'm going to get, so I want to I want to make it last. And the problem is, is if I'm so reverent towards this pretzel, it's going to be like the loaf of bread that my mother has in her freezer. She has a loaf of my grandmother's bread in the freezer. It says right on there, Baba's bread. She didn't want to eat it because it was the last one. My grandmother died in 1973. 
So this bread has been in the freezer through multiple freezers for decades now, and it's not any good. So, you know, we want to make sure that we have this thing and it's precious, but we also, we do take it. And when we take it, we savor that time um, with it. Well, I, I think about the, the line is it doesn't do any good if you're not using it and you don't use it. Yeah. You're, you're not going to savor it if yeah. you don't actually use it. Yeah. Just a horrible paperweight. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, any parting shots before we uh, wrap this thing up, Kevin? Study the Bible and find what God, Jesus wanted you to do. And it's not out there to go tell people you're going to hell if you don't believe in me. Mm-hmm. It was love. And unless we show that love, we are not following Christ. Yeah. Don't tell people they're going to hell because that's, uh, you tell me I'm going to go to hell, I'm going to say probably, and I'm going to walk off and, and anything you say is worthless. Yeah. But if you show me love that I may not deserve, well, I don't deserve, I'm going to pay a whole lot more attention. Why are you talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. And that's how we market anything. If you look at a, a, a medicine commercial, it always cracks me up because they'll you know, show the people and they'll say how it'll make your life better and you can do this. And these are all the benefits. And then really quickly, really small, you know, side effects are, you know, horrible diarrhea, crossed eyes and possibly death. Um, and, you know, we, we, we bury those negative things because that's not what's going to make a person convinced that they want to do yeah. this. And, and telling people, hey, if you don't, you know, follow Christ, you know, turn or burn, that it might work for a couple people, but it's not going to have large, long-lasting effects. What has the effects is love. I, I want to, if I say, okay, if I go over here, I'll get hit. If I go over here, I'll, I'll get love. I'm going to go where I get love. <clears throat> I don't need to worry about the hit. Exactly. I just go where it's good. And so we just got to show people the good, be that messenger with that message. So, all right. Well, if you want to get a hold of the show, uh, it's mess it up, uh, bowtie guy at mess it up podcast.com. You can text or call me at 760-608-1942. You can follow us on the Instagrams and uh, Facebook and those things. If you want to support the show, it's six. 760-WALL-CA. That's 925-5722. We'd love to have you share this with your friends. Tell people about it. Send them a link. Let them know, hey, this is something to listen to because the more people we have listening, the greater we are able to spread this word. And uh, that all just comes down to you guys doing that simple thing. We covet your prayers. We appreciate your financial gifts. And we love the fact that you're here with us. And we will see you next time. We mess it up. Yeah. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up Podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Yeah.